Welcome to episode 386 of the show. Yesterday, if I remember correctly, I think we were on uh, what is sales strategy and tactics. And that flowed from the overall uh, conversation, or rather a series of conversations that we had with the folks on Evolve Africa on the Instagram live that we had um, a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks back. I can't remember. Anyway, so there were lots of interesting questions that were raised during that session, and I figured that would be nice to share some of them with you guys over here, with the fam over here, and that's what we're going to be doing for the next couple of episodes. So I think we've explored uh, maybe two or three of the questions so far that we did with Evolve Africa, and now we're going to move on to the next, and uh, of course, they also flow over from what we discussed yesterday. So now the next question is, what marketing tools and strategies can startups use? So if this is your first time of listening to the show, I'll just do a brief recap. We have gone over the idea that anyone who is in the beginning stage of running a business is a startup. And we've also dealt with the objection that even if you don't consider yourself a startup because um, you're in the wedding space, you're a wedding photographer or you're a wedding planner, or an architect, or whatever it is that you do, there are still benefits that you can use, or rather benefits that can be had from thinking like a startup and using the um, startup mindset. So that's the first thing, pretty much. And then the next thing was about uh, differentiating tools uh, from uh, strategy. And where we came down on was the idea that uh, strategy is the overall goal, where we're heading. And then, of course, tactics and tools are the individual stuff that we have to do on a day-to-day. So, of course, uh, the next thing that the good guys and girls over at uh, Evolve Africa wanted to know was what kind of marketing tools and strategies should we be using now that we know what strategy is and we have... Um, come to an understanding that we are all indeed startups. So what kind of marketing uh, tools should we be using? Now, when it comes to marketing tools, my answer is always none. You should not be using any marketing tools, at least not now. And this is the rationale. You shouldn't use a tool until you have, have uh, until you've come up with a plan or a strategy first, because it is the plan that determines what it is that you're going to do. For instance, medical doctors, architects, accountants, all the other professionals, they know that you don't just start on a project. You don't just say, um, I'm going to need uh, X okay, for the architect. Uh, you don't just decide that um, I'm going to need a CAD. I think CAD is computer-aided design, but it's really old technology. I think that's what they used to use maybe 10, 20 years ago, back when some of us were in school. So I'm assuming that they have more robust things right now. So if you are uh, currently in school and, um, I mean, don't laugh because you've heard me say CAD. You know, I don't know what they use uh, right now, but back then it used to be CAD, C-A-D. So you don't start off saying, I need C-A-D, I need reams of paper, and I need these kinds of pencils or these kinds of transparencies. And you just tell the foreman to start buying blocks and cement and concrete and steel and everything. You actually have to sit down with the client, first of all, to say, what kind of house? Um, are you looking at a family home um, or are you looking at a, uh, a uh, villa? How many rooms are we talking about? Is it three rooms? Are we talking 40? What's the purpose? And then that determines, okay, now that we have to design, we need X rooms of paper. We're going to use uh, CAD or whatever software. And then after that, that is what now determines um, the concrete, the sand, the cement, the the 
mixing ratios and all the other stuff that follows. So you don't start off um, if you are an architect by uh, just buying sand, uh, brick and uh, pulling up all the software that you um, have. Sorry, forgive me since I'm modeling up the process because come to think of it now, I don't think the architect should be concerned with what the concrete ratio is and stuff like that. But anyway, I'm sure you can tell that I'm a novice and this is not my field of expertise. But bottom line is, you don't start off by uh, looking at the nitty-gritty. You first start off by asking what the plan is and then that determines what you do today, tomorrow, the day after and next week. So if you have listened to yesterday's uh, recording, then we can continue from there. But at this point, if you haven't, then it will help if when you're done, you just get back to yesterday's episode and you'll be brought up to speed because you went over the kind of strategic questions that you should be asking, which are going to inform what you should do today and tomorrow, which will in turn determine the tools, the tips, the tactics, the tricks, and all the things that you have to do. So, um, where was I? Okay, strategic questions. Yeah, so we did that um, yesterday. So these strategic questions, when you ask all those questions, is going to give you the general gist of something that will help you come up with a plan. And then this plan allows you to create a sales process. Now, what's a sales process? For those of you who've been listening for a while, you already know. But for those of us who are listening for the first time, let me just go over a quick uh, summary. The sales process basically is the plan or the outline, the documents, the thought process, the framework, whatever it is that you want to call it, which answers these questions. Now that we know who we're going after, how are we going to find them? How do we reach out to them? How do we get the conversation going? How do we get some sort of interaction or engagement going? How do we find out what's important to them? How do we figure out if their problem matches our inventory or our skill set? How do we get them to take the next step? And the next step might be different things according to uh, the different stage. In the beginning, it might be the next step might be to have a meeting or to look at samples or to consider the proposal. Or if you're close to the end, the next step is, of course, pay the deposit. And then how do we make sure that the transaction is successful and how do we get them to come back for more and bring their friends, their family and associates? So those are the sorts of things that the sales process uh, answers. So remember, it's some sort of document or some framework or, you know, it's okay if the thing lives inside your head. The problem will be if it only lives inside your head. Eventually, you're going to start working with business partners and you're going to have uh, them making sales calls on your behalf or you're going to have associates and um, salespeople and marketers working with you. So at that point, you're going to have to write things down. Or at the very least, you're going to have to get them together and to say, hey, Kunle, hey, Kemi, if you guys are going to be selling for me, then these are the customers we're going after. This is how we find them. This is how we get the conversation going. This is how we get some sort of engagement. This is how we figure out what they want. This is how we assess whether it's something we can satisfy with our skill set or what we have in inventory. I keep saying inventory because there are some of us here who listen to this show who are uh, wedding decor people. And so for decor people, they have to worry about inventory. So photographers, MCs, wedding planners. Okay, wedding planners have to worry about um, inventory as well. So that's why I keep mentioning um, inventory. Because uh, once you've figured out what it is that the person wants, if you don't have the inventory, you have to figure out how can I get it uh, at an effective cost and then um, on and on. Then, okay... Uh, where was I? Okay, yeah, so you're talking to Kunle and Kemi now. These are uh, imaginary um, salespeople. I'm also going to have to tell them or teach them that this is how we get them to take the next step. This is how we set up a meeting. This is how we show up for the meeting. This is what we say at the meeting. 
this is how we show our samples in this order this is how we figure out which samples to show this is how we send out the proposal uh, the proposal has to be in uh, this format or this font or in this context you can make a proposal uh, verbally or in this context it's okay to make the proposal um, over WhatsApp. This is how we get them to pay the deposit. Um, this is how invoices should look. This is how we submit the invoice. This is how we make sure that everybody is happy and this is how we get them to come back for more business. This is how we get referrals, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that is what the sales process um, basically those are the questions that the sales process uh, answers so um, yeah like I said eventually you're going to have to get it out of your head when you have Kunle, uh, Kemi and whoever now um, selling for you so it is this sales process answering all these questions is going to now determine the tools that you need so don't start thinking of tools and marketing tools and or whatnot in the beginning. So for instance, I've spoken about uh, lots of times in the past about how uh, folks like Shegu and I have come to the understanding that our customers are at bridal fairs. Now that we know our customers are at bridal fairs, we now know that we're going to need samples and merchandising. So we need, uh, let's see what else. Okay, Shegu, the video guy is going to have to come with everything, you know, have the drone out, uh, the screens, the, uh, you know, all the FEC, all the good stuff to make us look good. Then I will have to show up with all the merchandising stuff, you know, with the albums. And then, of course, we need good uh, tablecloth and things like that to make us look nice. We don't have to show up like carpenters. Then, um, now we know, know that we're also going to need paper, email, uh, and specific uh, marketing tools will now be SMS, uh, Google Calendar, uh, phone calls, you know, stuff like that. So I'm just trying to give you a general idea how when you answer one question, it um, overflows and tells you all the things that you are going to need um, next. Now remember, in this example that I gave, this is not an online thing, this is a live uh, thing, um, bridal fairs, bridal expos, and basically the thought process that me and my video guy Shegun kind of run through whenever we have um, another of these things uh, coming up. So the tools and tactics do not come first. Alright, I hope you guys get it. So, don't start off by assuming that because I'm a startup um, or I'm going into business and all the attention now is on TikTok, don't just assume that I'm going to delve into TikTok heavily as a marketing strategy. Ask all these questions first and if your sales process calls for something like that, then that is fine. If not, you'll find yourself jumping from one thing to another. Today, Pinterest is popular. You're all there. Tomorrow, TikTok is popular. You're all there. Next tomorrow, another social media uh, thing is set up, like all those people who rushed into um, Discord. No, not Discord. What's it called? Uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, all those people who rushed into Clubhouse without asking themselves all these questions first. Because if you ask yourself all these questions and you can't see a way for how you can possibly tie uh, Clubhouse in, then if you rush there, you're just wasting your time. It'll be fun, but ultimately, you'll just be wasting your time because as business people, you know, we're concerned with um, returns or possible returns. And so you spend all this time on this new app. You spend four months and you don't have any idea that you can even possibly build an audience or convert some traffic to make some money in the future then it just seems like a waste of time so don't just jump into tiktok or whatever it is because that's what all the gurus say or because it's hot ask yourself all these questions first and then the tools and tactics element is going to uh, flow from there um, it would have helped if we had a specific um, 
case study to run through during the session. But um, I guess folks were shy. I tried calling out uh, specific people to uh, put questions there about the businesses that they were involved in. And then we could look at those sorts of questions as in what kind of tool should you be using given your uh, the context of your uh, business, where you are right now and where it is that you need to go. So we didn't have um, any of that kind of input. So we'll just have to leave this at a uh, this kind of... Um, general understanding yeah let's just leave it at that but of course in the future i probably will revisit this topic or something similar and hopefully then we'll have an actual case study to go on so that it will help concretize how uh, this uh, thought process works so but remember bottom line is the tools and the tactics don't come first the questions come first you're starting with the strategic questions that help you figure out um, your sales process and then your sales process determines what it is that you are going to do so don't just go out and buy the greatest um, software. So you want to be the best wedding planner in the Abuja market and your contemporaries in USA are using uh, Salesforce, for instance, to help manage their sales process. So because you want to be the best um, in the Abuja space, you want to control uh, Abuja, Kaduna, Kano, uh, Niger State, you, know, you want to totally dominate. Don't just go out and... Uh, spend uh, hundreds of thousands of naira acquiring Salesforce. Ask yourself all these questions. You might find out that Salesforce is not necessary and that you guys can comfortably run everything over Google Docs, which is um, totally free. So don't just rush into buying tools. Ask yourself these questions first. So thank you very much for listening to the show. I'm your host, Abuja-based sales and business consultant, Tavishima George Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.